I am vengeance. I am the night. I am back with a new episode of Into the Bat Cave. Matthew Bars here for Sunday, November 6, 2022. And we are continuing on after many delays and technical difficulties with the countdown of the best Batman the Animated Series episodes ever. And before I begin, I uh, just want to say that um, that I did have some technical difficulties, speaking of which. Yep, I had some uh, technical difficulties during uh, Matt's World on Friday. Hopefully I can uh, get it up and running on Monday for Mental Health Monday. So hopefully all goes well. And hopefully all goes well on today's show because we're looking at 15 to, sorry, we already did number 15. Okay, we're doing 14 to 12 in our countdown. And the first episode we are going to look at as you all are getting set up for the watch along um we are going to be looking at trial yep we're going to be uh looking at trial which is from season number two yep season number two episode three of Batman the Animated Series, and this was actually, yeah, it was actually the third season of, um, yeah, I mean, sorry, the third episode of season two, and of course, on HBO Max, you can find it on, I think it is on season two as, uh, two as well as I'm going back and looking this up. But anyways, uh, originally, I found this out during uh, Bat-May, um, back in, yeah, back in May on uh, Channel Awesome, that actually, Trial was actually going to be the plot for the Batman animated movie. Yep, that was going to be the the plot for Batman the animated, for the animated movie. But uh, unfortunately, uh, the writers thought that, or I should say fortunately, depending on how you want to look at it, um, they actually thought it would be better as an episode, you know, as a regular, like, uh, you know, original episode than as a movie. And thus, we wound up with Batman the um, Mask of the Phantasm. So, though, it would have been nice. Um, yeah, I think it would have been nice though had we gotten a um you know an animated movie like that where it takes place in um in arkham and seeing batman on trial i would have loved to see that and let's see going through this right here yeah going through these episodes right here it is Find out what season it is. Oh. Oh, it is in the uh, season two. Hold on. Gotta go back up. Oh, damn it. Here we go. 
Yep, it is on HBO Max, Season 2, Episode 4, believe it or not. <laughs> yep, Season 2, Episode 4. So, in this one, we see Batman, as I mentioned, on trial in Arkham Asylum, and he has a DA, yep, a DA by the name of Janet Van Dorn, who is not a fan of Batman, but finds out that she has to represent her, I represent him because she's also been kidnapped as well. And this episode aired May 16th, 1994. So, without further ado, we are going to get into the episode now in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Yep, here we are. And I'm just uh, fixing the time. Wait, pause it, pause it. Something went wrong. Uh, I've been getting a lot of technical difficulties here on this one. The hell? <sighs> oh, wait, wait. Got it going again. All right. Let's start over again, uh, rewind it back on the HBO Max, and we'll start in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. There we go. And here we are starting again. And also got me some uh, sparkling ice here. Yep, got me some uh, sparkling ice uh, lemon. Yeah, lemon lime here. I'm gonna pour me some right now. My tall pilsner glass. Oh, yeah. Also, my birthday is uh, next Saturday, by the way. So, yeah, I'll be turning 36 years old. Happy birthday to me. Mm. There we see the episode trial. Sorry by Paul Dini and Bruce Tim, directed by Dan Reba. Find the subtitles here. And we see Poison Ivy here on trial. And we find out that uh, because she was apprehended by the Batman and not by the law, she has to return to Arkham Asylum and she avoids... Um, yeah, she avoids the uh, life sentence. And there we see her walking down the 
walking down there, and there's Harley. Yep. Poison Ivy, not too pleased to be back. <laughs> Look at her giving the sticking her tongue out at one of the guards. Mm. And of course, um, we hear that the Mad Hatter here has taken over the guards. So, Chaos is soon to um, ensure they're in Arkham. And, you know, I mean, um, you know, as I mentioned before, this was actually supposed to be the, um, the original plot for the Batman animated movie before they did Mask of the Phantasm. And... You know, I mean, to be honest, I would have, um, you know, I would have loved to see her in this role other than, um, uh, yeah, other than Arthur Reeves. Although Arthur Reeves is from the comics, though, you know, but uh, it would have been nice to see a female DA go up against Batman. As we see the Dark Knight here in the apartment. And he's caught the leader of the Red Skull Gang. She tells him, you know, take off the mask and put on the uniform like everyone else. <laughs> and although she's got the bad guy, she is none too happy about it. <laughs> of course, little does she know that she's about to go on a date with Batman himself. As we see her there, and there's Bruce Wayne. Hmm. Huh. Mm. <sighs> <clears throat> and of course, uh, Bruce tries to play it off, you know, tries to convince her that he's um, done good for the city, but, you know, she thinks that he's responsible created all the criminals and of course that'll play a major plot uh, later on in the episode as we hear that Janet has been called away I'm gonna see Bruce waiting and in the last half hour she has not been seen and then we look out the window, it's the bat signal. Well, this ain't good. <clears throat> and we find out that Van Dorn's been kidnapped. And here's a letter. Batman, come along to where lives hang in the balance on the law and where Gotham dies. And here we are on top of a building. And she sees a figure. Almost kind of looks like the shadow there. <laughs> yeah. And Batman finds out it's a statue. Yep, Lady Justice. And shot with a dart by Poison Ivy. Oh yeah. Still trying to fight. There's Harley. 
And oh, good kick there. <laughs> Batman grabs her and oh, flings her. Oh, here come the two ladies. And there we are in Arkham. And we see Janet. And there's Two Face, former assistant attorney Harvey Dent. Yep, and we see that all the doctors and guards have been taken over by the Mad Hatter and his uh, cards there. And of course, the plan is for them to escape, but first, they're going to do a trial on Batman. And Harvey Dent is the prosecutor. And here we see Batman being dragged <laughs> by Killer Croc. Oh, yeah. Now she has to defend him. Yeah, if I was Batman after she had, um, after she said that, I would have been like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> and there we see the Mad Hatter. And there we see Harvey Dent, along with the Mad Hatter, walking Janet Van Doren down the hallway. And of course, tells him if he gets her. If she gets him off, he goes free. If not, he goes down. And she takes the fall with him. Huh. And, and Harvey said they wanted to put a slug in between the eyes, but he said he lost the coin toss. Yep, everything is decided on a coin. And here are the rest of the inmates. Oh, yeah. This ought to make for a fair trial. And there we see the Scarecrow. And interestingly enough, the person who who voiced the Scarecrow, um, he was um, having a throat operation. So we do see the character, but we don't hear him. There we see Scarface and the Ventriloquist. He says, Oye, dirtbags, dummy up. Sheesh. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. There's the jury. <laughs> Killer Croc goes, Hit him with a rock. <laughs> Yeah, just like in the Almost Got Him uh, episode. Hit him with a rock. <laughs> I threw a rock at him. It was a big rock. And there's the Joker. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. And then... We see Harvey making an opening statement here. Says that uh, they're all freaks and monsters and they blame Batman. 
Yep. And Janet's like, holy shit, what did I get myself into? <laughs> Look at the scarecrow. And she calls on the Mad. Yet the Mad Hatter is going to be the first witness. Yeah, and uh, just like I mentioned, um, talking about the Perchance to Dream episode, uh, the Mad, the guy who played the uh, Mad Hatter, he was actually the um, the voice narrator of Batman 1989 uh, novelization. So, um, yeah, he was the one during the narrations, you know, when doing the a boom shaka laka laka boom shaka laka laka boom shaka laka. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. She is so uh, <laughs> frustrated here. And there we see uh, Gordon and um, Montoya. They see the bat transmitter there. And meanwhile, back at the trial, we see Harley Quinn seducing the Joker, the judge. And Harley Quinn says that there's no Batman, there'd be no Joker, and I'd never admit my pointing. And it's actually here in this episode where we go and dig further into um, Harley Quinn's backstory as we find out that uh, she was actually a smart psychiatrist who worked at Arkham until she was seduced by the, by the Joker. And of course, uh, that was later... Um, talked on more about in a later episode, which I will get into in the weeks to come. And of course, she talks about how Joker, um, <laughs> you know, left him faint on her. And <laughs> she's like, you lousy scum sucking creep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Slimy rat. Now, if I was Croc, I would have. Man, I would have choked that bitch. And here we see Poison Ivy. Yep, good old uh, Poison Ivy there. Of course, uh, still has harsh feelings about her trying to kill him. <laughs> Oh, I love what he does, right? What she does right here. See, Janet, she takes the Joker's uh, little rose there. And then she you knows, of course, she's going to try and antagonize her. Starts plucking away at each flower. Oh, yeah. Crumbles it up. Oh, and then she tries to choke a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love this one right here. You're beautiful when you're angry. Oh! 
bitch slap. <laughs> oh, man. And then we see Janet Van Horn. She goes into her uh, closing statement. And she sees that um, that all these criminals might went up the scene. Uh, they would have turned to crime uh, whether Batman existed or not. And she tells him that they actually created him. So, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, there's always going to be the debate of, you know, did Batman actually create these monsters himself or, you know, whatever. But uh, I personally believe he didn't, you know, as we see Gordon uh, fixes the device and it's leading to Arkham. And we see the jury there talking amongst itself. <laughs> Batman getting a hand on the shoulder here by Janet. And the Mad Hurt hatters up and finds the defendant, the Batman, not guilty. Yay! <laughs> yep, Batman didn't create them. Yep, they did miss up their own lives. And of course, uh, they're gonna kill him anyways. <laughs> I love this part right here with the rubber chicken coming up. Here it is. I mean, I mean, that's all, folks. That's Mambo. Do 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 Mambo. Do 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 Mambo. Oh, this is not gonna be good. Of course, this took place in Arkham. I mean, what else do you expect? Even. When found not guilty, they're still going to kill the Batman. And now... You see Batman being led into the room. Yep. They're gonna choose death by electrocution. Of course, uh, nowadays they usually do lethal injection. And oh, and of course, Janet she didn't discover the battering that, <laughs> and she's like, oh, this gives me an idea. And there we see the Joker. And now he's going to try and unmask Batman. Oh. Goes to lift off the mask. And then... Oh, Janet takes out the Batarang. Bang! Takes it out. Takes out the lights. Oh, there's the lighter, and he's gone. 
<laughs> like when Batman says, who says I'm leaving? Oh, it's got Harley. Oh, and here she is, hanging upside down. <laughs> Joker, he goes, okay, start panicking. <laughs> Killer Croc. <laughs> oh, well, right, right through you. <laughs> now Joker's got a gun. Ooh, good punch by Batman. Uh, here comes the guns. Yeah, those old-school Tommy guns. Oh, almost got Harley there. Uh, see, see, if I was Croc, I'd be ready to kill him there. Oh, explosion. Oh. And he gets electrocuted. Batman and Janet. And of course, here they are being chased away. Oh, they make their way upstairs. Yep. The Scarecrow. Yeah, it's nice how, like, they able to make him a... a Make his presence known and make him still menacing even without talking. Oh, hit Scarface. Ooh. Oh, backhand. Down they go. Two face. Uh oh. Batman uses grapple gun to get out. Goodbye. And here comes the cavalry. Yep. And there's the Joker. Oh, he's got Batman with the rope. Oh. Dragging him right there. And he's got the gavel. Oh! Swing and a miss. Oh! Misses again. Oh! Sidekick to the mush. Oh, down they go. Oh, there's the grapple gun. And I love this part of how, like, at the end we see Janet talking with Batman, and she says that, um, you know, there's a need for the things that you do, and she says, but I'm still going to work towards a city that doesn't need Batman. <laughs> and Batman's like, me too. And that's the whole thing, you know, it's like, um, Batman wants to be rid of crime in Gotham City, you know, I mean, in this war to fight crime, and he wants it to make it a city that's strong enough that where it doesn't need him. But, of course, as we all know, uh, that doesn't wind up being the, the case. 
and you know he still has to go out and he still has to fight crime and him and janet they have a mutual uh, respect for one another which is great and it makes for a great happy ending and now we're going to get into our next episode here on the countdown we are going to be looking at heart of ice Yep, we're going to be looking at Heart of Ice, and let's see, Heart of Ice is actually the first episode that featured Mr. Freeze, yep, and Mr. Freeze, of course, um, we're going to become a villain in Batman and Robin, the less said about that the better and looking up the information here on the uh on the wikipedia on that episode here and on hbo max i'm trying to It is in season one on HBO Max. It is well officially it is episode number fourteen of season one. But on HBO Max it is listed in episode number four yep episode number four and it aired on september 7th 1992 and this episode is very special because it won a 1993 daytime emmy award for outstanding writing in an animated program wow very impressive so thus this is why it is considered one of the best episodes in the legacy of this TV show here. And the voice of Mr. Freeze is Michael Ansara. And I'm going to talk about him here in a bit. In the meantime, let's get to the episode. And the countdown begins in 10 nine eight seven six five four three two one zero and michael george and sarah oh he died in 2013 oh that's a shame uh he betrayed Koshi on the television series Broken Arrow, and Kane in Buck Rogers in the 25th Century uh, from 79 to 81, and was also in the original Star Trek series as Commander Kang. And of course, we go on to do the voice of Mr. Freeze on the animated series, and also in the 
movie Sub-Zero and also in Batman Beyond. And just to look at his other um, acting credits as we're looking at the, uh, the opener here. And we see Heart of Ice. Oh, look at the ice there. He was in The Doll Squad, It's Alive. And for television, he was also on an episode of I Dream of Genie as well. And there we see him with the ballerina, little ballerina toy there. And of course, it resembles, you know, his wife, Nora Freeze. And we see him right there. And there we see Summer Glee. <laughs> yep, there have been some coal-related crimes here. Uh, he was also the voice of General Warhawk in Rambo, The Force of Freedom, which came on in 1986, and was also General Marino in Hunter, Rape and Revenge Part 2, an old episode of that one. And there's uh, Ferris Boyle, and he was played, ironically enough, by... Mark Hamill, who we just saw in the last episode as the Joker. Hmm. Hmm. I love this part right here where the kids throw the snowball at the kids. <laughs> oh, and uh, right after uh, Batman and Mr. Freeze Sub-Zero, the last movie he did was in 1999, The, Load, the Long Road Home, as uh, Murdoch Haynes. And we see uh, Batman has discovered these stolen objects here. He puts them all together here on the back computer to make a missile of some sorts. And also, um, Michael was also on an episode of The Streets of San Francisco, uh, which of course was a television series that uh, starred a young Michael Douglas. As we see a van rolling up there. <sighs> yep, we see a large truck. And then we see the Batmobile. And before then, Mr. Freeze was kind of seen as a not so threatening gimmick on the new Batman, the new Adventures of Batman. Um cartoon series and also portrayed in um, the television series uh, this with Adam West but here he's more menacing more dark and you know and soon became one of the most uh, popular um, Batman villains as we see the Batmobile crash There he is with the freeze gun. Oh, breaking right through. And you look at the um, the way that he looks here. I mean, there was talks um, for the role of um, of Mister Freeze in Batman 
and Robin that actually um, Patrick Stewart was going to was up for the role, and I would have loved to see him as um, as Mister Freeze. It would have made him look more like uh, the Mister Freeze character in the uh, animated TV series, which would have been a whole lot better than um, than Arnold Schwarzenegger. As we see Batman here. Ooh, take out the bad guys. Freeze. That's Mr. Freeze to you. Batman throws the batarang and... Oh. Stop by the ice gun. the gun. Batman rolls out. And oh! Got one of his henchmen there. Got his legs. Ooh! Falls through. And then... Oh! He winds up being frozen. <laughs> of course, uh, Mr. Freeze... Tells him to leave the henchmen behind. Hm. Yeah. Yep, Mr. Freeze, his heart is definitely as cold as ice. Has no pity. And look at him trying to crawl there, but, you know, he can't use his legs. Nope. Nice breaks. Batman tries to go after him. But, nope. <laughs> and then we cut to right here, back from the commercial break, right to the Batcave. We see Alfred going up here, the escalator. We see uh, Batman trying to frost um, one of the guys. Yep. Yeah, trying to frost his legs there. Then we hear Batman getting the case of the sniffles. <laughs> yep, Batman's definitely coming down with something, all thanks to Mr. Freeze. Uh, Batman can't worry about a cold. Hm. And Bruce has got me with Ferris Boyle. And we hear uh, Mark Hamill here. Uh, this is more close to his regular voice here. And of course, Mark Hamill also did uh, some additional voices on um, 
Batman the Animated Series as well, as well as the voice of the Joker. And of course, uh, Ferris mentions about uh, the one man who might hate um, Godcorp more than anyone. He says that uh, he was caught um, on security, you know, um, you know, stealing stuff from from the company. And of course, it turns out to be Mister Freeze. course we find out that he's up for the humanitarian of the year and then we cut to uh, to the ceremony here we see Ferris being interviewed, and Mr. Freeze watching it here on the ice TV and blows it up. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. So uh, we see the headquarters. Here we see Bruce uh, looking up old articles on uh, Mr. Freeze and Ferris Boyle here. And then uh, Batman's going to go on patrol and he still has a cold. And Alfred gives him thermos <laughs> chicken soup. Of course, that will come in handy later. Ooh. Of course, we hear that it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's Batman underneath there, underneath skies and we see the uh <laughs> the utility belt access right into to the authorized personnel room changes right back into the back costume <laughs> and we see him here going Looking at the top secret files. As he's the picture of Nora Freeze. Wow, so beautiful. And he sees that uh, Freeze was working on a, um, a machine that would help defrost her. Yeah, she had uh, suffered a medical condition. And we see the video here of um, Freeze recording his experiment. Yeah. 
Yeah, cryo chamber. <laughs> we see Nora there. And we see Ferris come in there with the security guards. Course, uh, he wanted to stop it because he was three million in debt. Uh, so it shows that Ferris is actually a bad guy. Hm. Yeah, definitely a scumbag. Uh oh. Got a gun. And, oh, kicks him. Uh oh. Uh, turns him into what he is now. Did we see Mr. Freeze? Yes. It would move me to tears if I still had sh tears to shed. Oh, right into the camera. Right to commercial break. Eh, that's not going to do uh, Batman any good with his cold. Especially being hung upside down here in ice. And the thing about... Um, you know, when I was a little kid, I used to love snow. I mean, mostly because it would cancel school. And I got to go out and be on the sled and watch TV and drink some hot cocoa. But uh, nowadays, I could do without the snow. The only time I really want snow is um, when it's during uh, when it's during Christmas. You know, I mean, um, Christmas Day. You know, you know, snow on Christmas morning. I mean, that's excellent. But then after that, it's just like, okay, done with the snow. You can get rid of it. And then, of course, January and throughout the rest of the winter. We get snow, big time snow here in New England. <laughs> of course, uh, the weather right now is uh, still kind of warm. You know, it's kind of okay. But, um... <laughs> but, uh... But normally around this time, it starts getting really chilly, you know, right after uh, Halloween. But, of course, uh, in the year since then, it's uh, changed. See Batman break out of those ice cuffs. Doing it all without his utility belt. Oh, gets a nice pick. Yeah, frozen ice glare, whatever. And falls into the snow. Again, not going to do any good for his cold. Especially crawling around in the snow. Here we are at Goth Corp for Mr. Humanitarian. And here's the big machine, the big cannon. <laughs> and that's, uh, oh, that was actually Kevin Conroy as um, the guy out there saying keys. <laughs> yep. He also did some additional voice work as well. 
You see him pointing the cannon up there. And boom. The whole building's covered in ice. As we see Batman walk out here. Just trying to get his legs back underneath him. see and we see the ice getting bigger and bigger and bigger there there's summer Gleason oh a cold chill comes through and there's the Batman I see this utility belt. Ooh. Grabs it. I love this. He puts it on and... Oh! Back fist! And Freeze kicks open the fire hydrant. Uses the gun to put himself up. That was a cool move right there. Yep, they're all locked in, and here comes Mr. Freeze. And the thing about his suit is that uh, the suit that he's in, you know, keeps him warm. You know, he can't live in warm weather, otherwise, uh, you know, he'll die. And But it also, the suit, it gives him uh, extra strength as well. <laughs> of course, Boyle doesn't recognize him. Victor Freeze. Oh. Ooh. Huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's cold. Hmm. And, oh. Batarang, there's Batman, oh, good jump kick, hits him, does nothing, yep, that's the power of the suit, hmm. and Batman goes for a little side kick, that does nothing. Batman has one weapon up his sleeve. Chicken soup. Oh, right through the glass. Hmm. And she goes, what was that? He goes, the only way to fight a cold. Yep. Yep, chicken soup. Not only uh, is it cure for holes, but also a cure for fighting crime. 
shares the tape of what happened to Mr. Freeze, gives it to Summer Gleason. I love when he looks at Foyle and goes, Good night, humanitarian. So, yep, he's finished. <laughs> he's finished. And we go to Arkham Asylum. Looking at a box of uh, his wife, Nora. <laughs> Saying that he failed her. <laughs> and begging for forgiveness. <laughs> and of course, um, we see Mr. Freeze again, and this time trying to bring Nora back once again. And that's. And that episode actually included uh, Robin as well. And we see Batman up there and walks away. And that's the end of that episode. Yep. And then it also would appear in another episode, uh, The New Adventures of Batman... And where it was assumed that he was finished off, he was dead, but then, of course, reappeared in Batman Beyond, and you can go look at that episode as well. And now, for our next episode, it is What is Reality, which is episode number, yeah, which is the episode that features once again the Riddler, and on HBO Max, it is, let's see, is it, it's, is it in season one, or, yeah, it's in season one, episode 45, but, official, it is episode number on almost there scrolling through on my Wikipedia here. Yeah, it's episode number forty eight of season one and this aired on november 24th 1992 and of course we see the riddler has come back and this time in the virtual world so this ought to be interesting and we're going to start in 10 9 8 7 Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Alright. So here we are with uh, what is reality. Got me some uh, sparkling ice here. Got me a uh, black raspberry and black cherry. Mix these bad boys together. Oh, yeah. Doing all this talking really does make me thirsty. 
So, <sighs> bottoms up, people. Bottoms up. Oh, that's good. <clears throat> what is reality? Written by Marty Eisenberg, Robert N. Skur, and directed by Dick Sebest. And we see here a man jogging at night. Back in the days when it was safe to jog at night without getting mugged. And we see him here at the telemachine. And here's a riddle. Where does a 500 pound gorilla sleep? <laughs> oh, there's the balance. And there goes the money. Down to zero. <clears throat> and then we go right into the start market. Yeah. And of course we see another riddle. What's worse than a... Oh, didn't read it here. And then here we are at the DMV. Oh yeah, I've been there before, waiting in line at the DMV. Oh yeah. The computers are down. How do you get five elephants into a compact car? Hmm. Yep. The Riddler is back. And there we see all the reporters getting ready here. And there's Commissioner Gordon. see the commissioner in his office and it's the Riddler Edward Nigma is back and look at the little computer there with the with the with the screen and uh, there's no mouse <laughs> yeah just a disk you have to use the arrows I mean uh, I remember those days I remember those uh, Apple computers call and we hear there's something downstairs with question marks and it's ticking and then we go right here into a ball of records where we think that it that these are policemen, but it turns out they're actually henchmen for the Riddler. And they get his files. Yeah, one of his files. 
there's the big box there, and so we see Robin. Yeah, he talks about it's a variation of the Chinese uh, puzzle. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, and this definitely looks like something that would be in the old uh, comic books here. You know, Riddler having a big box and only for a big reveal, something. Of course, it wouldn't be a, a video game. Here we see a timer go off. Of course, there's nothing. Hmm. And we see on the camera watching, it's Edward Nigma. Yep, and there he is in his uh, regular outfit there. And he goes to shred him. Yep. <clears throat> Getting rid of his files so so it's make it look like he doesn't exist. Hmm. And of course we see Robin gonna be at work here. This virtual uh, reality thing here. Where does a 500-pound gorilla sleep? What's worse than a millipede with a flat feet? How do you get five elephants into a compact car? Huh. Yeah, and these are like, uh, you know, schoolboy riddles. You know, brain... You know, old... You know, things like that. And, um... <laughs> but, of course, uh... Of course, it leads to bigger clues here, you know, numbers and animals here. And we see Batman solving it right here. 500-100-S DMV, Department of Motor Vehicles. <laughs> yep, and they find out they go to the DMV to get rid of the hard copies and other files on him. And oh, there's the Batarang. Hello. Grabs him. Oh, throws him. And of course the other guy, he's trying to hide there. Swing and a miss. Ooh, sidekick. And oh, he's going to one of the desk drawers. Batman goes right after him. This swing and a miss, and another one. And this guy's striking out more than a New York Yankee here. Oh! Plate right into the back of the knee. Oh. Batman takes it to the ribs. Oh, here's the truck. <laughs> right into the light, and then it goes to the commercial. 
And there we hear the Riddler's voice. Oh, backing it up. Ooh. We see it's a robot. <laughs> With a... Yeah, it's a robot slash uh, camera. <laughs> yeah, some nitroglycerin inside. Going right into a wall. Ooh. And here we see Robin still working the computer. He's about to say, uh, you bet your ass. And he goes, uh, I mean, yes, sir. <laughs> yep. Whole computer-generated world there. Yep. The early days of technology when we thought we would have stuff like this. Hmm. Of course, uh, we wouldn't quite... Why get technology like this? <laughs> yeah. We don't quite get a virtual reality world where we go in and stuff. That's yet to be made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'd... Uh, I mean, of course we have some great technology now, you know, with video games and cell phones and what have you. But we don't have anything like this yet there you see Robin he leaves to go get a snack and of course the door locks from inside and there we see the Riddler in hiding goes to open it. Oh! Breaks the door open. Tries to get the helmet off. Oh! Electrocuted. See Batman putting out a fire there <clears throat> oh that's a good sparkling ice I need I need me some more as we hear the phone ring <clears throat> really goes ask me no questions I'll tell you no tales it all makes sense when you add it up and we see some coins Four quarters and a penny. A dollar and, and one cent. <laughs> it's made of copper. And copper is another word for policeman. And no tails would be heads. Police headquarters. <laughs> yep. So we just figured out the... Uh, just figured out the riddle there. 
You know, and that's the good thing about uh, these um, about these Riddler episodes here is that um, you know he always comes up with these clever riddles and what have you, and you know it's great to try and solve them. You know, it kind of puts your brain at work while you're having fun. As you see the commissioner there in the virtual reality. <laughs> yep. Now Batman goes to unplug that computer. And of course, Riddler tells him that disconnecting Gordon would be fatal. Yep. If he were to stop, he would crash and die. Yep, and now Batman has to go in. Yep. Now he's got secret walkie-talkies there in his ear so Robin can communicate with him and we see Batman right into the virtual world one door leads to a plane where kings and queens contend well there's the riddle door It. <laughs> there's there are the question marks. Ooh. Not a smart move. <laughs> and I love when he says by the corner she goes, Pity you can't earn extra lives in this game. door crazy intent locomotive oh and there it goes yeah the plane where kings and queens contend yep checkboard yeah chessboard 4096. 64 squares on a chessboard. 4096 is 64 squared. Oop. Yep, here he is on a chessboard. Sees all the chess pieces. Yeah, I like how the really like, turns himself into the moon. <laughs> that is something so 1950s. Ooh. And there goes the knights. Going right after him. Oh. Wrong move, Batman. 
one down. Oh, there goes another knight. Robin says, figures out they call him a dark knight, so he has to move like a knight. Yeah, like a knight on a chessboard. Two up, and move across. And knight ball. And he gets knighted by the king. And he turns into a knight. <laughs> yep. Medieval Batman. He's flying on a horse. <laughs> yeah, he's on a Pegasus horse. Yep, and Orion. Yep, astronomy. Past Taurus. Sharp at Armadrenia, Armadia, whatever you call it. <laughs> Yep, there's the bull. Pegasus constellation. Ooh! Right through the glass there. And that man falls right into this town. <laughs> Riddlerville. And there's the box. Yep, the little cube there. Oh, love this part. Oh! No coaching from the peanut gallery. <laughs> yeah, that'll definitely turn you deaf. And of course, Batman figures out he can turn his hands into hammers. Oh! And Riddler comes up with something else. Little hoses there. And of course, splits himself in half. And we have two Batmans. And he does it again. Yep. We have multiple Batmans. So we got an army of Batmans versus an army of Riddlers. Oh, I love this. 32 directions and sustain the concentration it takes to keep your world together. You can't. Yep, there goes Riddleville. Here goes the clock. Oh. And there's the commissioner. Still alive. <laughs> of course, they're both now out of the virtual world. But then if the planet were a 
because well, I still have my old job. Uh. Malfunction. And of course, Batman figures out where he is at the planet where quitable. I still have my old job. At the World's Fair, I still have my exposition. Yeah, the World's Fair. Yeah, the World's Fair exposition in Gotham. Yep, he's still stuck in the virtual reality. Yep. Yep, and he's stuck in there. Yep. And, of course, uh, the Riddler, he would come back and the Riddlers reform and make a few other episodes in the new adventures of Batman. So, uh, but yep, that was the second appearance of the Riddler. Coming in at number 12 with What is Reality? And next week, we are going to continue the countdown with numbers 11, 10, and 9. So we're, uh, we're about almost done with the countdown. Sorry for the delays and stuff, but shit happens. Anyways, I hope you all uh, enjoy this episode and also currently right now on superhero sunday on wisdom.com is me reading night stalkers issue number one of course uh, this month of november it is the anniversary of the night stalkers when they appeared in 1992 november of 1992 and i'll be reading the sixth the first six issues for the uh, month of November. So uh, make sure that um, yeah, so make sure that you all tune in. And I even talked to uh, to a guest there on Wisdom. You can follow me at Matthew Barris on Wisdom. And tomorrow it is Matt's World Mental Health. Monday, and I got a good episode for you guys, so uh, make sure that you tune in for that one. And that is it. That'll do it for today's episode. Hope you all enjoyed it. Let me know what you think, and until then, later, masturbators.